Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Specifically, welcome to episode 248. 248. Today is hump day. It is Wednesday, March 2nd, 2022. I don't know about you, but I feel like the year is kind of flying by in a weird way. However, oddly enough, I also feel concurrently like the winter is dragging on unbelievably slowly. I can just hardly stand it. Very nice gold medal podium finish, Georgie girl. The VIP of all VIPs. Oh my goodness, how long are we destined uh, to hang out together, dear? To spend our mornings like this? Who knows? Who really knows? Anyway, we have today, don't we? We have today Amber Glow's in the house. Good morning, Amber, dear. How are you? Happy Wednesday. The one thing I did incorrectly this morning that uh, is, is going to weigh on me, everything's timing with this this show. And, of course, I have, a, I have kind of an extra challenge in that, um, as you guys know, on Wednesdays and Fridays, my show is a little differently. I'm on a wider screen right now. I'm uh, I'm live streaming over Twitch instead of Reddit, blah, blah, blah. So the setup's kind of different. Everything is timing. It's kind of a ballet. I've talked before about my tinkle window, right? You know, I got to get... I can't start the show and then two minutes in need to take a leak. That, that doesn't work very well. So um, there are things to balance out. Now, normally I'm in such a... I'm in such a flow, no pun intended, flow and tinkle window, but normally everything's fine day after day. Now today what I've messed up is my uh, my coffee routine. I, I sat down in front of all my technology in my, in my live streaming cockpit too early, which means I'm too far into my second cup of coffee now. That's my challenge now. So what's going to happen to me is... Uh, is before the end of the show, I will run out of coffee and then I'm, it's going to be weighing on me. I'm going to be thinking about it, but whatever. I'll be so wrapped up in the fun of this shit that uh, maybe I won't even notice. Who knows? Who else is, uh, let's see. Oh, the beautiful, the witty, the talented, the sweet, the elusive Robo Kitties in the house. Good morning, Robo. The Chicago Tank is on the podium this morning. Good morning, Tank. Let's see what else we got going on. Oh, Lady Letter Carrier is here. Oh my gosh, the gang is, you know, everybody's ready to go. We're all rip-roaring ready to go. Hey, I wanted to tell you guys a funny story of uh, of something that happened yesterday. So, here's what happened. I was I was out running errands. Um, now, I told you guys I, I did, I cooked in the, in the woods on, uh, let's see, I guess that would have been Monday, right? Today's Wednesday. Yeah, I cooked in the woods on Monday. It was life-changing. But uh, what what I learned in the woods is that I'm kind of inefficient. I don't really have a, a, a real, real good setup for just kind of like a mobile kitchen, pull over anywhere and cook something. I mean, I have a, I have a pretty good setup, but there are a couple things I was lacking, I feel like. So I had the idea, I was out running around, I can't remember why or what I was doing yesterday, but I was running around and uh, I had the idea, okay, I might want to get a couple little containers 
so I can like bring a salad dressing like in a little container, maybe so I can, I, you know, maybe I need a little Tupperware so I can pack a cooler efficiently and wherever and whenever I feel like cooking on the road, I can just do it. I can let her rip. You know, that was my thinking. Well, lo and behold, I'm out and about doing stuff. I had to run to the uh, Whole Foods, which I have a love-hate with still, and uh, pick up a couple of things because I wanted to make my own salad dressing, and I was missing some, uh, an ingredient. Anyway, nearby was a, like a container-type store. It might even have been called The Container Store. Is that even a thing? It did seem like it was a store just full of containers of different types. Now that I think about it. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Anyway. I go in this thing. I'm walking around. I decide, uh, yes, there's some good. They had a whole kitchen section of little things along the lines of what I was thinking. I need a little something to put a salad dressing in. I want to, what if I want to boil a cup of rice? I want a little thing to, you know, pre-measure it before I start my day. Stuff like that. Oh, wait, this is, okay, so Georgie says, Georgie says uh, the container store is a thing. It is called, there is a place called the container store. Maybe that's where I, so this is, they're everywhere. Maybe that's where I went. It could have been called the container store. And I will say, I'm trying to think, was there anything in there that wasn't a goddamn container now that I think about it? Maybe it was the container store. Lady Letter Carrier loves it too. Danny calls it the box store, huh? <laughs> anyway, maybe that's where I was. Tank, I'm going to get to your music homework after after uh, my story because I have a story about that too. Anyway, um... So I pick up a few things, right? Now, it wasn't very busy in there. I don't know if this is pertinent to my story or not. Maybe you guys can help me decide. So, and I agree with Robo. It was a little pricey, a little expensive. This is not, I've never been to one of those places in my life, and I might never go again, but I it, it fit the need. couple little things. Anyway, I get up to the counter. I put my things on the counter. And the lady starts right into her little pitch, right? Are you one of our, you know, whatever, reward members? No, I'm not. No. And I'm just sitting there just kind of bracing myself. Well, today's your lucky day. Blah, blah, blah. Guess what? You could get our fuck you fuck card and uh, it's going to save you 10 bucks and it's going to be the best day of your life. And oh my God, who wouldn't do that? Blah, blah, blah. Now, I always say no for several reasons. I always say no for several reasons. Yeah, she didn't say 15% Robo Kitty. She only said 10%. Is it is it other other times 15%? Anyway. I never do it now. And especially, especially when it's just start a credit card. No, 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 no. So I'm just, I, I've, there's several reasons I don't do it. I don't, I don't willy nilly start credit cards and blah, blah, blah. Right. And so I just tell her no, right. The most powerful word in the English language. No, thank you. 
What? Wait a minute. What do you mean? How could you possibly say no thank you? And she kind of wouldn't take no for an answer. She just keeps going. And I said, all right, what what is it about? She's like, it's not a credit card. It's just you get on our mailing list and blah, blah, blah. That's it. You just you just get on our list. Oh, and today's your lucky day. It's so easy. No one doesn't do it, right? And I had burned by this point like two minutes on this fucking bullshit. And I almost said to this, I said, I said, what does it take? What does this involve? What do I got to sign up for, right? All we need is your email address, she says. That's it. It's so simple. Who wouldn't do it? And I almost said, I almost said, well, I've already burned enough time on this bullshit. So moving on, right? But then, but then it's like, do, then do I seem like an elitist dick that, uh, do I, do I seem like $10 is meaningless to me? Which I don't want to see. I don't want to, I'm, that's not true, right? Good morning, do way four. Do, do, dude, dude way four. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Yeah, Tank is right. So Tank says like uh, direct TV calls me every month to get more shit. I tell them no, they keep going. I tell them to put their script away. I ain't buying anything. Yeah, right. And this is why we always say no. It's shit like this, right? Because nothing's for free. Nothing's for free. Georgie says her container container store people are not pushy. I'm I, th- That's an interesting point, Georgie. Let's remember this because I'm heading somewhere with this. So I finally told her, I said, okay, fine. If it's just an email address, all right, all right, right, because she was very pushy. And uh, and and she she was just, it's hard to explain. I kept thinking like, what sort of weird ass commission is tied to this thing? Because she's just working really hard and just uh, really, really coming across like we're long lost friends, right? And so I said, fine, I'll sign up. I'll give you my email address, right? So I put it in their system. And then she and she's like, this other stuff, you don't even have to. It's going to ask for your phone number now that, that'll text you things. But you don't even, you can skip it. She's like, you don't even have to do it. But it did ask for my name, right? So blah, blah, blah. And so right after, so she's on her end, she's looking at what I'm filling in. And then just right after that, we're on a first name basis. Well, Tony, the things you've picked up, you know, she read my name. Then she starts calling me Tony. The things you've picked up, so very interesting. I wonder what you have going on. What an interesting little collection. And I, I just didn't feel like getting into, you know, anything, really. I was, I was just like, please, please ring me up, okay, and... And let's go, all right. I'm tr- I'm here to make a transaction. She's stringing it out. She mentioned two or three times. Wow, I've never seen anyone buy the type of collection of things you did. I wonder what you're doing. Blah blah blah. And it comes to um. It comes to. Uh. The point then to pay. And by the way, uh, Georgie says, I always give them misspelled versions of my names. 
Yeah, I do that sometimes too, but I was just straight up today. <laughs> Robo is absolutely correct. Tony didn't want to tell her he was organizing his G.I. Joe collection. <laughs> I didn't want to tell her I was playing G.I. Joe. I'm practicing cooking in the woods, right? Trying to come up with my system. Anyway, then it comes time to pay, right? And uh, I, I, you guys know me, I think, pretty much. Like, uh, I like to, um, I, I like cash. I just like it. All right. And I just, and I also, I don't, I like not to ever wonder, do I have enough, do I have enough cash to do whatever I need to do? Including buy a used car. No, I don't ever want to wonder that. So I'm like, do I pull out a card? Do I pull out cash? I'm going to pull out cash, right? Well, then she then she starts making a crack about my my little uh, bankroll. Maybe it's not so little. You know? Ooh, Tank has a good one. His buddy made an email. He uh he makes them type in balls underscore retarded at whatever. <laughs> That's a great one, Tank. Very nice. So now she starts making comments about my bankroll, right? Which I'm just thinking, ah, shit. Because then it made me feel like, does she think I'm trying to impress or whatever? You know, it just, it's just fucking weird. That happens to me every once in a while. Every once in a while. Anyway, Georgie, that may or may not be true. Let's just say it's not true. I am another bozo on the bus. There's scads of people who are further along in life, more stable than I am. But then there are some people who would look at me and say, that guy's filthy, stinking rich. It's all perspective. Anyway. So I'm just trying to get out of there. Then this, then she starts talking about where she went to college. Now this this lady is pr roughly around my age, I would say, maybe. I mean, at least in the neighborhood. Let's say early 40s. So let's say there's maybe a 10 year difference, right? Maybe she's early 40s. I'm I'm early 50s. And uh, <laughs> Tank always has enough money to bribe a cop. That's hilarious. So, anyway. Oh, Robo says, Tony, I think you're a peasant if it makes you feel any better. Robo, that actually makes me feel way better. Because I feel like the plan is for me to be a, pe a peasant. And it ain't my plan, if you know what I'm saying. Alright, someone else's plan is for me to be a peasant. And maybe for you to be a peasant, too which is why we need to start our commune. Then she starts, so she starts talking about where she goes to college or where she went to college, right? Oh, my my mother, uh, when I was, she said something about when I was a cheerleader at uh, Thus and So University. I, I honestly can't, I was just thinking, get me the fuck out of here. Why is this transaction taking so long? I gave her the, I put the items on the counter 
I gave her the money, right? At long last, after doing her bullshit to get her fucky fuck card. And I'm still here. And now she's talking about her college and she was a cheerleader and blah, blah, blah. You know, and uh, finally she bagged up my stuff. And I'm heading out and she's still talking to me. From the, she's still behind the counter. And now she's, now she's projecting all the way. She literally said some, I can't remember what it was, but said some shit as I was on my way out the sliding door. And I even, I, I, the door slid open and I went through and then I stopped as I, and I just leaned back in and I just said, I can't even hear what you're saying. Have a nice day, you know, and then I left. It was the weirdest thing ever. Um, now I want to make a point. Let's, let's put Robo's comment here. I'm always nice to people in these stores though, because I remember working shitty chain, uh, retail, not fun. And I couldn't afford to shop in the stores I worked in control freak loser managers breathing down your neck. It's a good point. And I want to be clear. I was nothing but nice and charming to this lady, right? I mean, as she was harmless, I just thought it was kind of weird and kind of interesting. So I wasn't a dick in any of this thing. I was nice. I was pleasant. I was, I was playing, uh, I was conversing with her and, uh, anyway, you guys, okay. There's a, there's a tie back to an earlier show because I go through the, I go through the door. I'm headed toward my car. And then it finally dawns on me. Maybe she was flirting with me. Maybe this is one of those we were talking the other day about uh, 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 women might be flirting with me and I'm just totally oblivious. <laughs> it takes says it sounds like a chick who writes into the show because she can't find anyone, but it's really because she won't shut up. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, so do you guys think there's something there? Um, maybe, maybe that maybe she was flirting with me. Is that what it looks like? I don't really know. It's like, could I have turned around and gone back in there and just be like, I, I, I really want to hear hear more about your cheerleading career. You know, 25 years ago. Uh, maybe over coffee after after work. Is that how this shit works? I have no idea. But I think if there's any... Oh, okay. So lady says, no, I don't think she was flirting. So why do you say that, lady? You think she's just dying to talk to anyone? She's just a chatty person? See, I, see this is my problem. Oh, see, that's a nice move, Tank. You should have told her she can only have your number if you could put it in her phone. Interesting. Okay, Georgie agrees too. All right, help me out here. So why did why was she not flirting? How, what the hell's the difference? I don't get it. I'm how am how am I ever gonna um, get through life? Lady says she was bored. You said it wasn't busy. I don't know. 
Orgy says it's, it sounds like uh, she's just one of those people who needs there to be a conversation. See, see, if I'm so oblivious and I can't recognize it, it's hopeless for me, right? Because let let's let's play this uh, let's play this to its final conclusion, right? Let's say. Let's say I do determine, oh, I think it seems like she's flirting with me. And I, I say, gee, I'd like to get her uh, to know her better. What you guys are telling me is then I would just be about to, um, I would just be, I would just be about to embarrass myself. Now, lady says if she was flirting, she'd say something like, I like your glasses or what's your cologne? Uh, you smell nice. Things like that. Okay. <laughs> Robo says my dreamy eyes. That's right. There you go. When, when am I re ignoring your comments, Tank? What am I? What did I? Oh, she wants the Don's pepperoni. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm blushing, huh? I wonder which one I'm blushing at. Oh, probably Robo's eyes comment. God damn it, I gotta downgrade my camera. If I can't tell in real time, I, I guess the uh I guess the uh the growth the growth, the personal growth for me is this idea that even it occurred to me that there is this this there's a person that could be flirting with me, which up until last week that shit never dawned on me. If you, you, if you guys were in that previous episode, you'll remember. I, it, there, literally, I could get slipped a note that said, basically, do me. Well, literally said, if you want to do lunch or do me, blah, blah, blah. Here's my phone number. It still didn't occur to me that this was serious. So I guess maybe that's progress. You know? Are you serious, Georgie? Georgie says, I should straight up ask her, are you flirting with me? See how that pans out. Oh, God damn. Now you're just messing with me, Georgie. You're setting me up for uh, failure. Anyway. I'll tell you what, she definitely was not my type. I just wanted her to bag up my shit and let me go. But whatever, it was an interesting little... Uh, it was an interesting thought. Let's get to Tank's uh, music homework. Worst that can happen is our harassment charge, says Tank. That would suck. Especially since that's not how I'm wired. Uh, a, a, a lady basically has to hit me over the head with a club if they want to be with me. Like, I will not. I will, I will play defense. That's how I'm wired. So if I ever got hit with a harassment charge, holy shit. That would be quite a turn of events. Um, oh yeah, Tank's music homework. Okay, so Tank's a uh, very neat one today, and I have a personal story. So Tank's homework today is, is uh, Van Halen. The album is Diver Down. The song is uh, Pretty Woman. It's got that sort of intro that Eddie Van Halen intro uh, called Intruder. It goes into Pretty Woman, which Van Halen, I love how they kind of, they like tried to do covers and stuff. It was always very interesting. But uh, I think I've said this before on the show, that particular album, Diver Down, 
on a trip down to like New Smyrna Beach in Florida from Chicago when I was a teenager, I had a Sony Walkman and I had a cassette, one cassette tape and it was Van Halen's Diver Down. And I listened to that thing over and over and over on the way down and on the way back. And so that particular album, and of course, ipso facto, that song, is just, it always brings back those memories, right? Of that particular trip. A lady wants to know, did you get a nice dressing container though? She actually wants to know, did you get a new dressing container? Uh, yeah, yes, I did. Yes, I did. I did. It's a little, it's perfect. It's airtight. It's a little plastic. It's just the right size for me to, because what I, I want to carry just enough dressing that I can just pour the whole thing out on a salad. You can't have too little dressing because then you're just not going to enjoy the salad. You can't have too much because then it's going to be wasteful. Is this true, Georgie? So Georgie thinks I should say, I'm not very good at picking up social cues, ma'am. So I need to ask, are you flirting with me? (laughs) Holy shit. That doesn't seem like that would work very well. It seems like however you slice it, I'm going to get... 1984 was Tank's first cassette tape. Oh, wait, no, it was an 8-track? Dude. Oh, you had... Wait, hold on, hold on. Diver Down was your first cassette, and you had Van Halen 1984 on 8-track. Oh, my God. It's fascinating. You guys are really messing with me on this, uh, on this flirting shit. I never should have brought it up. Never should have brought it up. Let's see uh, on my camera two rig here. Here, I'm going to open up my buddy bubbly water because like I said, I'm going to be out of coffee here soon. Hold on. I'm going to mute it. Fancy. No one even heard that. I want to take a moment to say hello to my Spotify listeners. You're tooling around in your car right now. You're listening to uh, what I did live streaming to Twitch. And uh, I just want to say hello and I love you and write me a letter, would you? So, as always on these Twitch things, I have, um, you know, I I, I gathered things that just uh, caught my eye from Reddit. Now, uh, today, for whatever reason, what caught my eye was a different subreddit. uh, Colorized History. Colorized History. Have you guys ever checked that out? There's something about, it's so weird, first of all, that anyone even figured out how to colorize a black and white photo. That's fucking amazing. People are so smart, you know? But then uh, also, it 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 gives a, a, a weird-ass perspective, at least it does for me. Like black and white photos, I can look at black and white photos and it just seems, it may as well be another planet, another time, another dimension right but then once they figured out how to colorize this stuff then it's like holy shit they look just like me you know so i just found it interesting uh let's see what we got here i clipped a few things first one is uh james willis senior 
riding instructor instructor at the St. Petersburg Officer Cavalry School from 1898 to 1909. Now, for you Spotify listeners, I'm just going to describe it. It's funny. It's a uh, it's this guy all decked out. He's got uh, he's got his military uniform. It's kind of interesting. He's basically like in the open prairie riding uh, some sort of white stallion who is pointing forward. That's what makes this photo so interesting to me. That's what caught my eye. Obviously, the guy is displaying, you know, the whole game is not only am I going to break a horse and and make him let me ride it and everything, but watch, I'm going to make it do useless shit that is that completely goes against the grain of, of of what a horse would do. A horse would never point. This horse looks like it's pointing, saying, "Oh, I, you want me to go that way? Is that what you're saying, boss?" It's pointing straight ahead. At least that's the way it looks. So it it was just funny to me because it's a completely useless pursuit. This guy spent his time. If if he really had to go into battle. And and all and his horses are taking extra time to point and do fancy shit. The guy's gonna get slaughtered. <laughs> I think that's I think that's so funny. Tank says, uh, "How the hell did they know what colors?" Basically, uh, sound like a digital coloring book. I think they I think what they figured out, Tank, is uh, the different colors would would. Uh, they have some sort of different wavelength or something, even in black and white. They were they figured out how to convert black uh, the black and white to a to an accurate uh, color wavelength, and and then once they plugged it into their you know they got Skmatsk in uh, in their computers there. I don't fucking know. I thought I knew, but now I'm explaining it to you. I really don't know. Oh, yeah, here's a good one. Oh, lady letter carrier. He got out of the army before the Bolsheviks took over. Yes. That's how far back it was. Think of that. Lady, I'll, I'll bet uh, I will bet I would love to just sit down and talk history with you sometime. Maybe that's our next coffee, dear. That would be so much fun. Oh, see? And lady knows. The, ho- the horse is doing dressage. See, I didn't know that shit. I'm not a very cultured person. I have had oysters, though. So, I'm just saying. I'm not a complete caveman. Dressage. See, and Tank says that today, that's my today I learned. Isn't that interesting? Dressage. Lady is up for that coffee. Very good. I was just thinking, I, I mean, I got to get up to Chicago soon. I'm going to let all you guys know. We'll we'll go somewhere. We'll hang out. We'll have a great time. It'll be glorious. Let's see what else we got. Oh, speaking of lady letter carrier. Wait a minute. She's trying to... Now I'm really going to show how stupid I am. She's trying to... Uh, Give me what? What? The phonics of how to say this? Dress. Ah. Gee. Dress. Uh, dress. Dressage. 
Dress ah gee. What the fuck am I supposed to say, lady? Holy cow. I, I, I know this is bothering you right now, too, because I'm sure I haven't said it correctly one time. Oh, Jesus. Jo Georgie knows, too? <laughs> it's spelled D-R-E-S-S-A-G-E. And I hate to break it to you people, but that's pronounced dressage. Dressa. Dressa. Dressa? You're saying it's just pronounced dressa? <laughs> dressage. Dressage? Dressage. Fuck, I don't know. Age. Dress age? Oh, here we go. I'm too, yeah, all right, let it rip. Call from Georgie Girl. All right, how the fuck do I pronounce this thing, Georgie? You got it right that last time. It's dressage. Dressage. Yes, that's all. Dressage. <laughs> how are you familiar with this term, dear? It seems like everyone knows of this except me and Tank. Um, My sister and her daughters are horse people. Oh, now, do you mean, does that, do you, are you saying they have horse faces like Sarah Jessica Parker, or are you no, saying no. they like horses? I'm saying they like and ride horses. Okay. Dressage. But, but they do English riding, not dressage. Oh. So there you go. English riding. It's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny how all you people think I'm fancy, but I'm clearly not. You're fancy in other ways, like walking around with a wad of cash so big that a container store a cashier says something about it. First of all, it could have been all singles. <laughs> it could have been all singles. Were you headed to the strip club? No. I, I You know, there's no return <laughs> on that investment. No thanks. Then it's not an investment. Right. Yeah, I may as well. I would... <laughs> I would rather, uh, I think I would rather light dollar bills and read by, read by the, uh, read by the light than, than just go burn it in a strip club. All right. That sounds incredibly wasteful. It, you know, at least my a point. strip club year, at least a strip club, you're giving money to someone who needs it instead of burning it. I'd say I, it's whatever. worse than giving. I'd say I'm purchasing blue balls. I'm purchasing blue balls. Who in their right Danny mind says, would... <laughs> what, what does he say? Danny says Coke dealers need money too. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, Georgie, since you're on the phone... Okay, yeah. How did... So you guys all seem to know. You all went to... Okay, this checkout lady was not flirting. This, can you I don't see, think so, no. Can you see how this is disconcerting to, to a guy like me? I, I It makes me think, was it better? See, up until last week, up until that episode where you all you guys were like, oh, women are horn dogs, just as bad as men. Up until I was introduced to this idea that there might be women flirting with me some, somewhere, somehow, uh... I almost think it was better. I was better off being oblivious because now it seems worse to 
the idea of misjudging or misinterpreting, that sounds terrifying to me. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, the way you describe it, that cashier was just talking to fill space. Yeah. So are you saying there's talking? Maybe there's if it's flirting, there's going to be maybe some sort of compliment or something like that. Yes, that's always a really good indicator that okay. it might be. But um, complimenting or saying something on your wad of cash uh, is uh, not necessarily a compliment. It's just, you know, or being amazed that someone's walking around with that much cash. Yeah, I um, <laughs> think so she wanted Tony to fill her container. Uh, I am, I am, I, I actually am conflicted, uh, because that's the, that's the second time in a couple of weeks where someone has said something and it just makes me fucking uncomfortable. I've thought before about, uh, this is talking about a, a wad of cash, which I may or may not walk around with. Um, I've thought about, okay. I got to have like, maybe I have to have two, two wads. One is a reserve that I just never pull out just in case I need to buy that used car from the, from the side of the road. But it's like, that's a fucking pain in the ass. You know, it's, it's already tough enough working with cash, but I just, I just prefer it. So I don't know. I get it, but when was the last time you actually needed the bulk of that, right? So, I mean, just, you know, carry around a smaller wad of cash for peons, right, to break out in front of peons. And then if you're going someplace like your nice white tablecloth restaurant, then, you know, break out the big wad of cash. Yeah, you're probably right. Probably right. That's probably what I should do. It seems like the, well, anyway, it's not, it's a dumb, it's a dumb problem to have. And I just need to shut up. Tank says, don't feel bad, Tony. I don't know when the ladies hit on me either. <laughs> See, I, I still feel for me. I mean, it probably, it's probably, they never are. That's, that's my belief, but I don't know. Okay, then you can run with that, and then you won't get into any sort of harassment. So, you yeah. know, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good enough. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks, Georgie. Oh, I wanna I yep. wanna show this. Uh, yeah. Thanks for calling, dear. Love you. Talk to you. Say hi to Danny. I love you. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye. I love making Georgie. Um, I just said love making, and then I said Georgie. I love making Georgie uh, say I love you in front of her husband. <laughs> Danny's such a good guy. Okay, are we ready? Look at this next one I clipped out. Check this out. This is in Colorized History. It's mailman N. Sorensen posing with his heavy load of Christmas mail and parcels in Chicago. 1929 that would have been the height of the uh, Great Depression right or was it just before yeah that would have been during the Great Depression 
And I have a reaction from Lady Letter Carrier, which is what I hoped. She says, oh my God, a Chicago carrier. Look at how jovial he looks too. It's, it's, uh, isn't it funny how even back in those days, which again, someone correct, please correct me if I'm wrong, but 1929 in, in Christmas time, that would have been, we were into the depression, right? <laughs> Last time mail was on time, says Tank. That's a good one. I love it. But I thought that was cool. I thought that was cool. Lady, were you saying once that you... Uh... Yeah, so, okay, the crash happened in October of 29, says Lady Letter Carrier. So... That would, this had to have been after the crash, right? And look, his stuff is filled with uh, packages. He's jovial, etc., etc. Now, it could be a staged thing. You know? I don't know. He was happy he had a job. I'll bet. Yeah, that's a good point. Anyway, I thought that was cool. And it made me think of you, Lady Letter Carrier, and so I had to include it. I had to. No choice. Let's see what else I got. Oh, this one was freaking interesting. And by the way, that guy, uh, Robo says he looks uncomfortable. Remember, the, there, I had a picture last week of a, a, a letter carrier carrying a baby. I think they, I think, uh, Christmas, all those Christmas packages were less stressful than carrying around a little Bambino. Double satchels, that's right. Anyway, um, look at this next one. Check this out. Boom, look at this shit. Hugo Ger Gernsback is an inventor of teleglasses, television glasses. This is VR technology uh, from the 1900s. It's, it's in New York, 1950, and basically, for you Spotify listeners, it's a dude in a, uh, uh, he's got a bow ties and a nice, actually a nice suit. I would like to have an outfit that looks like that. Uh, but he's got, he's got, basically think of Oculus, had they created Oculus goggles in the 1950s, and just put one of those huge ass TV antennas, the rabbit ears on it. It looks hilariously funny. And to me, it's terrifying that there was someone working on this in the 1950s. And, you know, it hurts my heart to see technology like that. And it's just, uh, but it also, to see that they were trying this so long ago, it just makes me feel like, well, it's hopeless. People are trying to shove us into the matrix, matrix one way or another. And maybe it's hopeless. I don't know. Here's one, uh, oh, this, this one also made me think of a particular pepperoni, an elusive one. So this one is a sail wagon, a sail wagon. It, this is a picture from Brooklyn in the year 1910. And again, Spotify listeners, imagine like maybe some sort of wooden go-kart with like bicycle tires, but it's got a freaking legit sail. Um... It's actually two sails, really. So it's very sophisticated. It's like a jib and a spinnaker, maybe. I'm trying to think of my old sailing uh, 
But of course, this made me uh, think of the beautiful, the talented, the funny, the witty, the smart, the elusive Robo Kitty. And it also got me thinking, it's like, I'll bet that was a cool and interesting way to get around until the buildings got so tall that there was no wind anywhere. And then I think those sail wagons probably uh, probably went on sale. Main sail and a jib, says Georgie. Jesus Christ, Georgie. At least I got the jib. What did I say? Spinnaker and jib? Main sail and jib. At least I got the jib right. You know horses and you know sailing. And you think I'm the elitist. Spinnaker is usually the one that replaces the jib and billows out all pregnant looking in the heavy wind. Yeah, yeah. That's my recollection of being on a sailboat that uh, had a spinnaker. Mainsail, that's the one I missed. Anyway, it's like, I wonder how many people really uh, traveled around on sail wagons. How popular was that? I would love to know. Here's an in interesting one. Just uh, makes me harken back. Here's a guy. It's a, a photograph of a dude that was in the Revolutionary War. It's so weird to think that uh, it, it's like these historical events. It wasn't that freaking long ago, you know? Guy who lived through the war, and then they took his picture in the 1840s. And, uh, yes, he looks like a geezer for you Spotify listeners. Um, he almost, if you curled up his hair, he could have been the dude on the uh, Quaker Oats box. Salty, good morning, buddy. Good to see you. Lady says there's a fancy restaurant in, in Frisco called The Spinnaker. Very nice. Oh, Georgie, you used to sail with your uncle? That's tremendous, dear. Very nicely done. Let's see what else we got. I'm so I'm so uh, running so late to the party on this. This one I just thought was a cool picture. This is uh, the tallest man in the world. I believe that's Robert Wadlow if I remember his name correctly, from my Guinness Book of World Records from when I was a kid. Dude was 8 feet 11 inches tall, and he is next to the smallest person, which I think is General Tom Thumb, right? Is that who that is? But uh, for you, for Spotify, if you're looking at this photo, a few things I love about it is these people were dressed to the nines, right? Wadlow, the tallest guy, is wearing a tremendous tailored suit of course it would have to be tailored and then uh the the uh the little person who i think is general tom thumb is wearing like a tux a tailored tux again it would have to be tailored and uh just interesting interesting photograph is that all the photographs i have jesus christ all right 747 ready for takeoff i still have a little coffee left I'll take it. Let's. I guess we'd better get to the mailbag, huh? Let's see what we have here. First letter. Oh, anyone that wants to send in, send it to Chicago. Tony V like vegetable at gmail.com. Dear Tony, 
If I had to make a lot of money fast, but in a straight up regular job, what would you suggest? I seriously need to get myself out of some financial trouble. Thank you. This is from Nick G. Well, Nick, I'm sorry that you're uh, not a lady. Uh, or uh, I guess what do I care? But uh, the aforementioned, uh, you know, stripper that probably that that could have worked. But I don't think I don't think for you, Nick, that that's going to be. Uh, cheese. If you had to cheese fry, you got to have a very sharp mind, Georgie. Then you have to have a mentor, okay? Who has allegedly been through that already. Cheese fry is not going to work. I don't think Nick is asking, how do I sell my soul to get out of my financial? He's He wants to work a real job. Don't do the cheese fry thing, Nick. Um... <laughs> Tanks says, Nick, you need to become a lady of the night. Here's what I would say. Either um, kind of a uh, shit. I mean, if you had to make a lot of money, I mean, the only thing that comes to mind is like sales, a sales thing. If you really, really busted your ass, salespeople can make a lot of money. But you have to kind of have the right kind of personality. You got to really go balls to the wall. I don't know. Shit. I don't know. Any pepperonis have any ideas? I don't know. <laughs> Tank says you sell plasma, sperm, blood. Hopefully I'll separate it out, right? Or is there some sort of cocktail now that's uh, bringing top dollar? Trifecta, the hat trick of bodily fluids. Is that like an, a bodily fluid eight ball? Anyway, let's see what else we got. Anyway, Nick, I don't know. I'm not feeling it today. I guess I'm uh, I'm out of. I my only thought for Nick is work your ass off and spend way less. You don't have to live on much. Just, just get, become a super, super saver. I think that's how you get yourself out of financial trouble. Let's see what else. Uh, hey, Tony, you seem like a pretty top shelf guy, but I hear you talk about shopping at Aldi from time to time, which I regard as a cheap discount store. Yeah, I would say that's what it is. I can't tell you, uh, I can't tell. Do you like to be frugal or do you like the finer things in life? Which one is it? This is from Kent from Florence, Ohio. Uh, thank you for your letter, Kent. I mean, uh, can't it be both? I mean, I think it's both. I think, uh, I, I really run hot and cold. Like I, I, I think in, in a certain way, I'm a, a schizophrenic type of person because I do love being cheap as shit, but at times, but then other times it's like, I have no problem spending a little do re meat like uh like shoes i was i was talking to uh a beautiful friend of mine the other day about shoes right and it's like i i pay good money for shoes like i'm i'm wearing some uh, red wing boots right now they were a pretty penny but it's like it's fucking worth it they're 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 gonna last for a super long time i get great service at the red wing i have now 
two or three pairs of Red Wings, I think. And so, I mean, for quality things, I'm I'm willing to spend money. But then I'm also fascinated by, um, like I'm, I, I want to start experimenting. I think with my uh, grocery uh, bill just for fun. Like, see, I mean, how cheaply could I feed myself? I'm just kind of curious. I want to see how that would go. And I think those are good skills to have. I can remember when I was a, uh, when I was in college. Now you have to remember, okay. When I was in college, my dad was at the height of his, would it be the height? I mean, he was, he had a really nice, really fancy lifestyle, right? So we were living on a mansion, in a mansion on a golf course, blah, 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 surrounded by just a bunch of nice things. Now, I discovered in Aurora, Illinois, near where uh, Jeff Woodward, the Fed author, lives, I discovered a, a thrift store. Now, I'm going to say something that will probably shock people, maybe. By the way, I agree with, uh, uh-oh, I locked up here. I was going to, oh yeah, I agree with Tank. Aldi has good food without the brand name on stuff. Totally agree. I love Aldi. It's great. And Tank agrees. Spend more on shit that lasts. Yes. Ooh, wait. Robo says Aldi has the good keto bread. See, I gotta look. I gotta look more. I gotta look better. Anyway, I'm gonna say something that uh, I, I, it's just the truth. It might shock people, but I did not know what a uh, like a a secondhand store, like a like a Goodwill type place. What do they even call those thrift stores? I didn't even know that was a thing. I was in Aurora, Illinois, for some reason, and I wandered into like I guess it, maybe it was a Salvation Army store or something like that. I never knew that shit existed. It was not on my radar at all. I didn't even know what this place was. I knew enough to, I could walk around and be like, everything here is used. This is fucking weird. And I found a polo uh, uh, shirt, a green polo shirt. It was in perfect condition. And it was $2. Now, at the time, back then, what would a, a, a new one? Hey, have a great day, Tank. Great day. Kick some ass. Um, holy cow, it's 7.55. A new one probably back then, I don't know, would have been 25, 30 bucks. So the the idea of here's one for two dollars. It's like I kept looking at it. It's like it's in perfect condition. So I fucking bought it. Just for fun. And I wore that thing for years and years and years. And I would take I I took such great pleasure in just knowing I only paid two bucks. And if I'm hanging out with someone else that has a polo shirt. Just knowing that that jackass paid 25 or 30 bucks. I loved that. So I think there's I there's great joy in being frugal. And it's a super important skill too. All right. So I think people that throw around money to impress other people, it's just dumb. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you, if you have the money. It's just a dumb way to be. Whatever. All right. 756. 
Holy cow, I'm so far behind. Here we go. Dear Tony, just a bit of positive feedback and appreciation for your wonderful podcast. I have been thinking a lot about what makes you so captivating. I think it comes down to your humanity. You aren't afraid to make fun of yourself and to expose your weaknesses, even as you display an obviously keen intellect and uncommon grace. (laughs) Bravo, Audrey K. Well, holy shit, Audrey K. What a bunch of nice stuff. Thank you for your nice letter. I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it's not really a question, but anyway, thank you for the nice. I, I do, it It actually, I often want, <laughs> Georgie says, that's flirting. Okay, all right, I'll try and remember that. So someone, someone out, out in, uh, in real life has to say, hey, your show is great, <laughs> and you have, you make fun of yourself. That's flirting. Anyway, it's interesting. Audrey's uh, letter is very kind, and it, it does. I do find myself wondering why the hell does anyone tune in ever, but whatever. I'm kind of getting over that. I'm just used to it, I guess. All right, next letter. Dear Tony, in response to a previous letter asking whether or not you believe in the power of positive thinking, I wanted to share that I think this law of attraction silliness comes out of a recently formed religion called the New Age Movement, which, like other religions, is designed to get you to do nothing. The real power lies in your actions. What you do dictates what you get in life. This is from Ed K. from Columbus, Ohio. All right, Ed C. It feels very uh, strongly... I remember a letter about, uh, like, do you believe in the power of positive thinking? Do I remember what my answer is, was? I think I said I believe in the power of thinking. (laughs) Robo says, I have no idea what Ed is trying to say. I'm kind of with you, Robo. Anyway, I mean, I agree. He says the real power lies in your actions. Okay, I agree with that, but... I have no freaking idea what he's talking about, about a new religion and shit. Anyway. uh, Best of luck to Ed. Thank you for your letter. And I agree with you, Ed. What you do dictates what you get in life. That is true. Like I will say, uh, uh, you know, people that... uh, Let's say they're, they're worried about their skerfuffle over on the other side of the globe, right? And they'll say, uh, well, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray about it. I I would say the more more beneficial thing would be what are you going to actually do in reality? Like, could you, whatever, write a letter to your congressman? I don't fucking know, but praying about it. I'm just saying. All right. Holy cow, 759. Let's get another letter. Dear Tony... Why is it that 20 to 30 years ago, parents seem to accept school curriculums unquest... Oh, shit. Sorry, change camera. Why is it that parents seem to accept school curriculums unquestioningly, yet today they are much more likely to homeschool and make it up as they go along? This seems like a reckless backslide to me. We've put so much money into education, 
over the years that no thinking parent could expect to, quote, do it better, unquote. From the kitchen table, why the mass exodus? This is from Lisa D. Well, Lisa, maybe the first thing I would point out is uh, maybe parents are concerned about uh, public education, like not teaching what is the plural of curriculum, which is uh, curricula. Curricula, right? Seem to accept school curricula unquestioningly. Um, but that's a snark that's a snarky answer to Lisa. I, I think uh <laughs> Romo says cameras in the internet is what hmm, yeah, I don't know. But I, I I will say starting out like this idea of well we sunk so much money into education, so it's gotta be better. I I don't get that argument. I mean uh I mean, Abraham Lincoln, what did he have? Like a fourth grade education or some shit? He was, he was uh, educated out of a one, one room schoolhouse. They sure didn't teach him how to duck though, did they? Anyway. Uh, I think you can't, I, I think uh, you can't say Lisa, like, uh, oh, all these parents have lost their mind. They're making this horrible, I, I think, you know, the mar- it's like uh, if you believe it all in the free market, you would have to say, well, there's some reason parents are clearly, they feel like their kids are not getting a good education. And so now they're trying something different. And I would, I would have to say, I agree. I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you in my, uh, in my business life over the years, some of my favorite times are when uh, I... Oftentimes it's a college kid. Sometimes it'll even be high school kids. Someone will reach out, Mr. V, I need to interview a business person for some project or for some paper. Or sometimes it's like, I just want to learn more about what you do. And I fucking always love it. And I always, it's like, come on over. I'll make whatever time for you. Let's hang out. And uh, I will say, so I've done that a lot over over whatever, almost 25 years of, of doing what I do. And I've seen, I've seen public school kids, I've seen private school kids, and I've seen homeschool kids over the years. And I will tell you my experience, hands down, the homeschool kids have seen the best prepared by far. It's not even close. Um, <laughs> Salty's talking about corn nuts. Oh, Amber says uh, kids are getting abused. Not all, but they're getting lost in the system. I, I agree, Amber. I think it's not it's not good out there. Um, from my perspective, the the worst off just from a like so again, kids will kids and let's call them young adults. That's really what they are. They'll come and interact with me, right? I want to learn something. Can I mentor with you? Can I just sit down with you and ask you whatever? And the public school kids are definitely the the worst off. Like it's been horrible. It's been really strikingly bad in a lot of cases. Um, Private school kids better, but still there's something. 
And then the homeschool kids, it's like talking to an adult. Um, I, I can remember a few high, these are high schoolers, a few homeschool kids, um, showing up. And, uh, I think at least to one of them, it's like, I'll give you a job today. Like you're ready. You don't need to go to college. You're ready. Let's go. You want a job? You want to start your career now? And just no one ever, I don't know if it's, they think I'm not serious or what. Robo says the curriculum, or however you spell it, is always changing. It's it's a fluid situation. Indeed. Hey, Power Karma, good morning. How's it going? So, anyway, I, I just don't like Lisa's premise that, well, we've put so much money into education, so it's got to be better. You know, I, I don't I don't buy that at all. I know, I know, I know people who who have not been traditionally educated, some of the smartest people I know, right? So, and I've said many times, I I bitterly complain about the four years that I spent in college. I'll never get them back. Let's see, let's see another letter. Uh, Dear Tony, whimsical question just for fun. If you found yourself in possession of an extra $2,000, what, uh, $2,000 that you wouldn't miss, what would you spend it on and why? Asking for a friend. This is from Gert from Emporia, Kansas. Gert. It's an awesome name. I wonder what, what, whatever. German? Gert. Uh, let's see. What would I do with $2,000 that I wouldn't miss? You know what I think I would do? I'd, I'd probably try and put together some... Uh, like a bug out, uh, like a go bag, bug out bag. I, <coughs> excuse me. Holy cow. I don't know the difference. There's go bags. There's get home bags, I, I, you know, but anyway, I think what I'm saying is I would, I would, um, I would, uh, spend it on prepper shit. <laughs> but I think, I think it would be interesting to have, um, just like I have vehicles, or I have a vehicle that's set up so I could just, if shit hits the fan, I could just walk into it and drive away and survive. It would be also interesting to have, you know, just backpacks, you know, 2000 worth of containers, eh, tank. <laughs> I think I'm good on containers now. I, I, I don't want to go back in there. I don't want to have that lady talk to me again, but I think it would be, uh, Cool to, you know, I just feel in general like I, uh, uh, I want to experience, uh, I kind of want to live like a hobo a little bit. I would love putting together some little basic, whatever, pack. I don't know what the hell would be in it, but I would love to see, could I survive out in the elements, you know, for whatever, a weekend and then every once in a while stretch it out longer than that. I'm just, uh, I'm so weak. Power Karma says, I would give it to the local food bank. That's, you know, that's a good thought. It's a very good thought. One of the things I want to do is, uh, I want to, I have this vision of like a, a huge, 
Like, have you ever seen those coffee backpacks? There's a thing where you can put coffee on your back. It's like a backpack. It's made for like stadiums and stuff, vendors. I would love to get one of those, fill it up with coffee and just go take it uh, to like homeless areas and just go, just hand out cups of coffee. And just, ha I think it would be some of the most fascinating conversations. I, I've had tremendous conversations with homeless people over the years. I think that would be super fun. 808. 808. Holy cow. Well, I guess uh, all good things come to an end. I guess. I got a skedaddle. I got my... Uh, oh, geez. Here we go. The elusive Robo Kitty says one more. I guess technically I could squeeze one more. One. One more. I could probably make that happen. Let's see. I hope it's an uplifting one. All right, let's see what we got. Dear Tony, I'm a 28-year-old male, and I'm early in what I hope will be my last relationship. My girlfriend and I have been officially a couple for two months. She is great and everything I think I want. She is funny. She is very pretty. She is smart. But I just found out she shoplifts. Oh, she shoplifts her makeup. She admitted that she has done this since high school. I can't figure this out as she has a nice job and is very comfortable. Should I ask her to stop? Is this no big deal? I'm just very surprised and confused. Uh, this is from Kevin D. That's a pretty fucking interesting letter. That's a tough one. I mean, I, if it were me, that would make me real uncomfortable. I mean, so so Kevin, total sweetheart, he's, he, when he says, I hope this will be my last relationship, it's like, you know, I hope this is the one, right? Guys like me, he's a, he's a lover, not a fighter. And talk about a red flag. That is not good. That would bother me big time. Because, I mean, you can't... Nothing good comes from stealing. It's just not... It's not good. It's not good. So this would bother me a lot. Georgie says, this is a big deal. Yeah, because, I mean, so does this mean... This probably means she doesn't have, I guess, a moral compass or something. Right? I mean, if she's going to do that... When someone steals when they don't have to, I don't know. What else are they going to do? Let's see. Robo says, I still come across peers who shoplift sometimes, trying to kick the self-checkout at the grocery store or trying to steal something from the drugstore. I'm, I am so not on board and make them put it back. Not with me. And I would not date someone doing that yeah the thing is like okay I think I think it boils down to this like someone like someone's character like their character okay this is this is an insurance policy right because I don't care who you are when you're in a relationship there's gonna be tough times 
There's going to be tough times, especially in this day and age. I The stress put on couples, it's ungodly. And you, you fucking got to know you're in a foxhole with a solid person. You got to know that. I mean, imagine, you know, these days, couples, all right, you're both, you're both out in the world. You're both exposed to this crazy ass world, right? And if you, if you don't know that your partner is solid, if you, if you have questions there, I just don't know how you get through that. That would, that would drive me nuts. You got to be with a solid person. Georgie says, stop calling, uh, stop calling it shoplifting, call it stealing and see how she reacts. Yeah. Let's see. Power Karma says, I would start with asking why to at least understand why they do it. Communicating and talking about things is key. Totally agree. Totally agree that the, my, my problem is, um, I can't even think of a scenario that would justify it, right? I mean, she could say, well, it turns out I'm a klepto. I'm mentally ill. Well, that's still not good. Robo says eventually she will probably get arrested. I mean, it would probably help a person like that. I mean, it would teach her a lesson, but it's just a bad look. This would make me very nervous. I think Because again, if you're going to be in a relationship, especially Kevin says, my last relationship, right? He's a sweetheart. He's what's his last relationship? I just keep going back to you. Got to know the person's solid. How how else are you going to get through it? I don't know, man. I think that's I think that's what I got. That's one to end on. Um, thank you guys. Happy Hump Day for everyone. Thank you for uh, spending uh, the day with me. And uh, everyone uh, walk today. Lady, let, let us know. Gas is 409. Is that, that's for regular, is that diesel? Diesel was at four the other day around me. Yeah, buckle up, everybody. I mean. You're welcome, Robo. You have a nice day too, dear. It's always a pleasure. That's unleaded. Holy hell in a handbasket. Jesus Christ. 409, huh? Whew. Shit's getting real, people. All right, listen. I love you guys. I like you guys. You're good people. Thank you for being a part of my life. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't thank you enough. You're all very special to me. And uh, you know where to find me if you need me, right? You don't have to wait for the next show. Um, anyway, speaking of the next show, I'll be back on Reddit tomorrow morning. As always, you guys know my routine. We're getting into a real routine this year. It's feeling pretty good. Have a tremendous day. Until we meet again, I, I want to uh, remind you, because you're so special, because you're good, because you're one of a kind, don't take any shit from anybody okay I want you to remember that until next time okay I love you have a tremendous day see you tomorrow bye bye